You are about to enter another dimension where you will not be able to change the channel. Welcome to the Commission Guys Roadcast. You have just sashayed yourself into our zone. We are in control of what happens here. Enjoy the show. Alright guys, so we're back, just had to check the battery, make sure we have enough time, it looks uh, looks good on the uh, GoPro 7, so really cool little camera doing a good job, and uh, luckily I found something that I can do in one of my uh, audio programs to kind of help with the uh, um, high noise you get from the road and wind and stuff, to kind of help with the audio, so uh, we'll see how that works with uh, this uh, next video. But anyways, uh, let's look at uh, topics here and get back into it. Um, yeah, so uh, back kind of kind of back to the Firebird where Todd was. Um, so working on the um, uh, Camaro project card, been taking that apart and stuff. Uh, what we've kind of seen is that uh, working on the AC for those for the, that body style of car, the F body there would be a That's pain. Cool, yeah, royal pain to work on. Woo, this wow. is cool. Stopping fast. Yeah. Check out our brake upgrade video for Suburban. Yeah, it's good. Yay! Good brakes. So, anyways, but yeah, I've really seen how hard it would be get to like the evaporator. Because Todd was looking at it and he was like, I don't want to do that on the Firebird. So, yeah, not yeah. not not cool at all. So. Yeah, it looks like most of it's over on that right side. Yeah, all over here in the Firebird. And so you'd have to get the dash up and out, and so videos are going to come out about that. Not a not a fun thing to do. Um, so uh, one thing that was cool for me was really kind of to because uh, Todd kind of helped me get get a good idea for is that okay we got this car we're going to be taking it apart. You don't have to take it all apart in one day. Yeah. But what you do need to do is get a good goal of where you want to what you want to get off. Um, how soon you want to get it off? Just kind of learn learn the tools, learn what sizes you're going to need. Which 10 millimeter? That's uh, the uh, generic uh, size that you need to know for an F body um, Camaro or Firebird. Just uh, 10 that millimeter. That, that's cars. yeah, that's the answer for almost everything. 10 millimeter. So that, that was that's one thing. Good if to learn. I was yeah. if I was on an island in a Mediterranean yeah. strait, <laughs> you'd use a 10 millimeter. Probably wouldn't need it actually. <laughs> But you'd want to have it for some reason. <laughs> That's nuts. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, just uh, learning, okay, I want to take off like the mirrors or um, door panels, this, that, the other, just making the small goals. So, yes, you get progress um, done, but you're not feeling like, oh, I just got to get this off today. Yeah. So, um, so, what was the deadline we set on that? Got it. Uh, we wanted it gone February before 5th. June. We wanted it gone before June. I want it gone before April. Okay, yeah, but June for sure because of the yeah. summer mowing. I uh, wanted it gone. And so, uh, oh, we yeah. Did. Yeah, doing good on that. So. Could we got gone by second week of March? Yeah, that so. That was pretty quick. Yep, so. Pretty cool. So, all those videos will be coming up on the channel on Wednesdays. Gonna have a new video on that for I don't know how long it's gonna go out for a little while. But, anyways. Yeah, but a fun, a fun car to be my first car to work <laughs> on. Anyways, I never even got to drive it. I didn't even sit, sit in yeah. the seat or then take parts. I didn't. Not, yeah, Todd got to do that, and that yeah. was so that was cool. 
Um, so, anyways, but yeah, I mean, a fun car to work on, uh, not a bad price. Hopefully, we can uh, get the parts selling here, kind of recoup a little bit of what we lost yeah. and move the stuff along. But uh, yeah, good experience. I uh, got to learn the different positions, different tools, this, that, and the other of how to get things um, off. So, that's, definitely that's fun, fun getting the shell in the trailer. That's, yeah. that's going to be a good video. Yeah, you're going to enjoy that video. So, anyways, so, so, what, so what did you, other than the AC, that you don't want to work on the AC on the fire, but what did you learn from the take apart Camaro? Let's see, I was getting the. Most of the wiring. Oh, yeah, I got most of the wiring harness out from underneath the. Uh, engine bay mm -hmm. and um, changing a fuel pump is a pain on those cars. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Just getting the gas tank out. Yeah. It almost seems easier to drop the uh, the rear axle. Just get mm -hmm. it completely out of the way. We didn't even have an exhaust to work around. Exactly. So I see why a lot of fourth gen guys cut the hole. Yeah, and in, on the inside of the hatch right. there, just lift it up and out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I get why they so, do that. Mm -hmm. you know? We understand that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So and that's something if we're going to use, if we decide to use the Firebird more for performance stuff, just for um, time, that would probably be a wiser uh, solution is just, yeah. uh, you know, cut out a panel so that if you had an issue, oh no, a fuel pump quit. Right. You know, just to, you know, because you do want to have a higher rated fuel pump mm -hmm. for, uh, you know, more horsepower. You'd want to make it easy to switch it out so you're not, oh no, we got to drop the rear axle right. just to, you know. So. Yeah. Some good stuff on that. <sighs> now the third gen, the third gen Camaros are nice mm -hmm. too, but I think at this point, you know, I don't have a shop or, you know, a lot of space. Right. You know, I think that's part of the reason why we're like, eh. Maybe just buy a yeah, vehicle. Because I mean, that's I know one thing. Kind of where yeah. we want it. Because so one thing Todd would like to do was to keep the fire, but obviously, yeah. but also to have a Caprice SS G8 that that kind of yeah, exactly. that style of vehicle. So. But uh, yes, yeah, well, space wise, would like a charger. I'd love a charger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind one. I just wouldn't. I don't think I'd like to start paying for parts once needed. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's the one thing I've seen. Too, and I'm, so. at this point, I don't really want to spend. Well, I mean, you can get a you know like an older SRT8 for about twenty grand. Yeah. I didn't really want to spend that. You know? Yeah. I wouldn't mind spending eight thousand on a Caprice. Exactly, because you know how to work on it. So. Well, I don't know how to work on, but it would be in general. It'd be a little cheaper to get general into GM a, parts. Yeah, you oh know. yeah, yeah. In general, with GM parts, you know more of how to work on that. So. But uh, yeah, so and the, the space-wise, we're going to look at today. Yes. Thankfully, Faster Proms got their new forged motor in mm -hmm. Uncle Sam, so we want to look at that and see yeah, you know, you how see easy how it'd space be to work on. Absolutely. You know, in that car, that platform, which is kind of neat, and um, you know, thanks to Faster Proms for doing all their videos. Right. Um, but it was kind of neat to see what all is available because a lot of Camaro fifth and sixth gen parts are kind of interchangeable since the platforms are that similar because right. really like you, you did a little more research you found the fifth gen Camaro is really just basically yeah I mean the Australian exactly because the fifth gen Camaro I mean really um, it had multiple um, design groups throughout um, the world for GM but 
almost all of the mechanical, the testing, almost everything of the car was done um, in Australia. I mean, all of the components, uh, I think the original build was done in Australia as well where they were testing it. And then um, also you had uh, where they did the premiere for it, um, also coincided with the um, movie Transformers, where they had the original Camaro concept. That was actually a G8, so a little trivia if you didn't know that. Actually built on the G8 Australian platform, and then all they did was redo it, put one door on there, and um, voila, you had a ready to go, because they didn't have it quite ready to build yet at that point. But they wanted to get it ready for the movie, to be able to get that extra prestige, get the word out about it already, and so they had just put it on a G8 platform. So, so were G8 and Camaro produced at the same time or no? Um, I that I do not remember. I just I, I, I do know that they had used that platform, and mo really, really all the car, and all they had to do was just change the body panels yeah. to make it look like the Camaro. That's was what they did when they got the concept. Work, yeah, because you know, kind of it is a unibody chassis. Mm -hmm. so switch that to the two-door took some you know, fabrication yeah but yeah, what they done was kind of like pushed, it kind of pushed up the uh, rear end I think they chopped it off actually yeah. somewhat and then uh, yeah just redid the whole body to make it look correct so yeah. but yeah I mean pretty pretty cool reading about the fifth gen I don't remember everything I need to go back over all that again but I mean it's uh, what they how much work they actually did um, and that is really cool. Yeah. So, not like the stuff we have now. <laughs> but like they I didn't think do the this stock gear for a Caprice is a 292 or 293. You know, and, and all the Caprices, which are nice, do come with a six-speed uh, transmission. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of neat. But I mean, they do take some programming of their own if you're going to do anything performance-wise. Yeah. So. You know, that's something to consider. Exactly. So. But like the 345 gear from a, a Camaro SS or a ZL1 or Z28, you know, that same differential, you can just swap it in, which is kind of <laughs> nice. Swap it in, HP tuners, and then, you know, just a gear ratio, so. Yeah, and then you said uh, that there's uh, something interesting about insuring those cars as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's interesting so, about insuring a uh, G8? Right. I wondered how much they would be. Newer car, obviously. And yeah, the, the uh, uh, Caprice police cars that are out yeah. currently, but G8, but the general, same thing. The general cost isn't any, it doesn't look like it's super more than, uh, it'd be more than a Firebird, obviously, being yeah. newer. But one thing that people were on the forums were talking about was, since the Caprice technically was never offered to the public as a brand new vehicle, yeah. that in some cases, when you punch in the VIN for the Caprice, it doesn't really show up. It's kind of termed a gray market vehicle. Hmm. Kind of like if you wanted to get uh, import, um, uh, you know, a Nissan Skyline that was never available here in the U.S., but you wanted to import it, you'd have yeah. some interesting uh, issues to deal with. So that's kind of what uh, people are faced with sometimes with insuring a, uh, a Caprice. Hmm. But it, it, a lot of people mentioned if you mentioned that the car is similar to a G8, a Chevy SS, um, a, a Pontiac GTO, which is, you know, it's all true. You're not, yeah, you're not it's lying. All, it's it's just, all on the same platform, yeah. same style. So. That a lot of times that little bit of information, you know, really helps 
uh, to insure the vehicle. That was a nice uh, yeah. to find that out now. Compared to later not, on, if you ever do get oh it. Oh no, right. I spent eight grand, and you know I can't get this car insured. So. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's a few places in Florida where they're a dealer, and they'll actually you know they'll sell the car and tag and mm -hmm. you know insured right there. <clears throat> so. Yeah, that might help, but still, you're looking at close to ten grand. You know, if you buy it that way. So, mm. but uh, we should already have all that paperwork done for an extra two thousand. You don't have to go to the DMV and all that other stuff. Yeah, to agree. yourself, then it, it, it kind of balances out. The but two thousand dollars is two thousand. Yeah, exactly. So. so, so, but yeah, that was an interesting fact that you learned. So, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, but there's a couple. There's a couple of them on. Craigslist in our area right now, so yeah. seems like they will become more uh, available. Dinosaur World. Wow. I forgot about that. The dinosaurs still exist. Amazing. Cool. Our present destination time is 3:20. Yeah, we'll just stick to the traffic. Looks like we'll miss, we'll miss meet and greet, but that's okay. Oh, well. Lines will probably be tall. Yeah. We're hoping to pick up some uh, Dustin Prom yeah. shirts. Yeah, see what yeah. we can find. See what kind of merch is on sale. Yeah. We know for next year we need to uh, hit out earlier. We knew that for this year too. Kind of, yeah. So. so, anyways. And then also, a uh, cool fact uh, starting in May, this is a really cool fact, starting in May, Mopar Dodge the Chargers and Challenges. They're going to start sending. Um, I forget what the term is because there's a special level? term for it's a special trim package for um, current military. Yeah. So um, it's not going to be exclusively sold only to them, but it's made specially for them because um, that, according to Dodge's um, spreadsheets and uh, demographic and stuff of who's been buying the Chargers and Challenges, it is mostly. Form, uh, current military members. So they've decided to come out with a special um, paint scheme, special trim uh, for those currently serving in the uh, military. So I mean, really, really cool. Oh, cool idea. Yeah, I mean, the cars look good. Um, got a special black stripe down the car. It's got then a, um, I'm not sure if it's, uh, it's just the concept cars kind of, um, of the trim that I've seen so far. It's got like a black stripe down the middle. Um, not like the um, hoods like you've seen on the challenges and charges so far. Just a nice little racing stripe down the middle, and then a white stripe right next to it. Um, so it's an interesting uh, paint scheme, and then also a um, American flags and fenders. Uh, yeah, the uh, blacked out American flags on the fenders. So I, think I, mean, I saw a picture of like little stars. Yes, uh, the golden stars embroidered. So. It, it almost looks like it's going to be on the uh, Daytona Scat Pack trim. That's where that's going to be um, in that range. So that, uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool that they uh, decided to do that. So um, and then also you have the rumor of the Dodge Charger Angel. So, I forgot about that. Yeah, supposedly 900 horsepower is what's rumored. <laughs> Over 900 horsepower. Uh, that's to like. Uh, in answer to the super, the super snake, the Shelby that's coming out here oh, soon, yeah. it's supposed to be an answer to that. And 
all of the rumors say, yes, Dodge is bringing out an angel to slay the demon. So <laughs> it kind of goes with their uh, marketing and ad campaign. So uh, that sounds kind of funny. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen anything solid yet. I've heard the rumors. I've seen that supposedly Dodge has taken that out. Or oh, FCA has taken out the name Angel and trademarked it. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, if so, a demon horse-powered horsepower range charger is a good idea. I mean, I mean that's just a really cool idea. Just with how much weight that car has, it will definitely be able to handle the power a little bit better than the Challenger, which is a little bit lighter. Yeah, yeah though they can fix their uh, differentials from exploding. Yeah, hopefully the differentials won't explode. That would be good. So, but yeah. Um, Definitely uh, looking forward to see what's going on there. Oh yes, and another cool thing that I found out recently, a new green color has come to the Challenger and Charger line. That's, uh, I forget the exact name, but it is a near near to a lime green color, which looks really good. Kind of a powder lime green. Yeah. Really look cool looking color. And also, um, New for the Dodge Durango, you have that beautiful F8 green color now really? available on it. Yes, yeah, I like that so thing. that's uh, that's really cool for the Dodge Durango. Yeah, I like, I like the that F8 idea. Color. So, cool. yeah, really, really cool. Really excited to see where Dodge is going to go. And Chrysler needs something. Yeah. I'm what about the new Corvette? Look at the yeah, new Corvette. I haven't seen any solid information Seven, on it. I've seen you've seen the pictures. See all the pictures and means. stuff. Yeah. There's really not that much info on the Shelby Super Snake either, really. Yeah, really, there isn't anything there at all. Now, Chevy does have that date on their website. Okay, yeah, that's official. So it's official that supposedly something is supposed to be said. Right. So, who knows? Um, I think uh, Rick, Rick Corvette, um, he was saying that, um, what was it? That it's a conference kind of to it's either a conference to tell you okay it's an unveiling of the car or it's a going to be a okay the main engine Corvette is real yeah like which he said that. whoop de doo <laughs> so Duh. Duh. yeah so who knows who knows what it's going to be so those pictures over in uh, New York were pretty cool yeah they? those were some cool pictures so I like that um, so uh, yeah so let's see maybe they Come fix the torque in the window no. Yes, that was a that was a problem that they had. So we'll see. He'd heard a rumor about an LT7 engine that would be twin turbo and making about seven no no nine hundred horsepower. Wow, that's what he heard. Well, I have no idea. I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah. So I'll have to do some more research. Yes, yeah, there are some CAD design. designs, CAD designs <laughs> that were leaked when the turbos were in the rear, obviously. Yeah, that'll be interesting. So, yeah, we'll see. What I'm interested in is how much it's going to cost. That's what yeah, I want to yeah. know. How much is it going to cost? I mentioned two hundred as a starting price. Yeah, or at least a price they may have thrown around. Anyways. Yeah, it's expensive. Well, it is, but compared to everything else. Yeah, to compared to Ferrari and Lamborghini. Think about it. Yeah, kind of works a little bit better, so. Yeah, I kind of we'll like see. the McLarens better than the Lambos, just from, you know, watching some different guys and yeah. looking at them. It seems like the McLaren's a better, a better built car if you're looking for not just a statement vehicle, but actual performance-wise. Yeah, performance-wise, yeah. yeah. 
definitely, uh, definitely better there. So let's move on to NASCAR. So NASCAR uh, talked about Rockingham coming back to the schedule. Um, next year, for 2020. Because I missed that. Yes, it hasn't been on the schedule for a long time oh, recently. So, Rockingham back. coming back. So, what I found to be interesting is that Rockingham, not only an oval track, but also has a road course. So, is that a um, NASCAR going to be doing a road course and an oval there? That would be kind of interesting. Yeah. So, I'd like to see a road course that they don't. I'd like to see that. I think that would be really cool. Just with how long that track is to watch that. That would be kind of cool yeah. to see. Um, and uh, you still have that rumor of them moving, um, not for 2020 obviously, but still thinking about moving Daytona 500 to not be the opener anymore yeah. So of the season. It's like, that's... That's not a good idea. I think they should leave that and move the 60 uh, No, they've already done that for next year. The 400 is going to replace the Brickyard 400. Right. Or whatever it's called now. It used to be the Brickyard 400. But anyways, the Brickyard 400, Indianapolis, that's going to be the new um, 4th of July race. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Which a lot of people said, it's going to be so hot, is their statement on it. And then the other statement for the move of the five, 400 at Daytona, which will be um, the what is it? The regular season end. So it's like the last um, last race before you go into the playoff elimination yeah. type um, <coughs> season. Um, that's going to be close to hurricane season for us down here in Florida. What a great idea! Yeah, that might have not been too smart. Yeah. And then also, um, Homestead no longer going to be the championship race yeah, as well. that makes a lot of so, sense. But. Mm -hmm. Just with how far it is down there. Right. So, um, but yeah. So, we'll see, see how those changes do. So, um, another thing that was interesting, uh, uh, well, we'll get to that in a second, but another thing that I've noticed that's interesting in NASCAR is um, with their media... Um, just the media of the different tracks, what they're pushing on YouTube, Instagram, this stuff. Um, what's interesting is um, with how much people hate, well, I don't know, dislike, I know that there's some people that hate Kyle Bush out there, just NASCAR isn't doing themselves any favors and they're also not doing Kyle Bush any favors but just keeping it in the limelight, yeah. so to speak. Um, I don't hate Kyle Bush. I don't, I don't like, yeah, I don't, I don't like his personality, his, well, not, not, not his racing personality when he's in the race car, I don't like his off, off the racetrack, out of the car personality overall, just that, um, yeah, so, it's not that it's bad for him to be that way, it's just, for me personally, I don't overly enjoy that personality, just, just me, but I do like how he races, I mean, he does a very good job, at racing so and then I know a lot of people are like well he pushes people out of the way he wrecks them so does a lot of people so yeah. it's racing you're gonna have wrecks so oh well but yeah I mean uh, NASCAR on their media constantly pushing can Kyle Busch win Kyle Busch's beard is in the top 10 just weird stuff like that it's like why don't you talk about somebody else like Ryan Newman 
Jimmy Johnson. Or Chase Elliott. Any, yeah, Chase Elliott. Like Anybody. I mean, what? just dropped Chase Elliott. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't heard, I haven't really seen anything on Chase Elliott no. just in the YouTube at all. So, yeah, I mean, they just, yeah. I'm not sure what their media push personnel are thinking, but it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me anyways. Yeah. Um, um, and then also another interesting thing that happened recently, um, Bubba Wallace, he was doing a bit of an interview recently about um, how, um, how his career is going at um, Richard Petty Motorsports. And his thing was that, um, he's, uh, one thing that he was saying was that uh, the lack of sponsors, I mean STP uh, dropping um, Petty as a primary sponsor, still sponsoring him to some extent but not as a primary, um, just those little things going on is really hurting the team to be able to have the money to uh, make the team better, get better tools, better parts, stuff like that. So that's really hurting them over there. But one thing that I really liked about what Bubba Waters said was that he said, you know, I could play the race card. You know, he had all the political stuff of the oh. race card, this, that, and the yeah, other. He yeah. said, I could play that, but that's not me. Right. I mean, that. I mean, I really like that. It's like, wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can see that how people would say, well, you need to play that. I mean, people are being yada, yada, yada to you. But he's like, no, I'm not going to play that. It's just... We need to, I need to do better, we as a team need to do better on the track, get some better positions, and um, that way to help, um, sponsors want to come on board to help us out, get that better um, better amount of money to be able to get better parts and stuff. So it's like, a lot different yeah, I, like, I really like his attitude. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I think um, Eric Stepp, he covered um, that quite well in one of his videos. Check him out, he does a lot of cool stuff reporting on NASCAR, really good um, videos put together where it really tries to stay on the um, cutting edge of what's going on in the NASCAR field, so uh, get a lot of information uh, from him on his show, so really, really enjoy watching him, but yeah, I mean, I really, I mean, I was, uh, I, I really liked how Bubba Waters responded in what, what's going on in his circumstances, really yeah. cool how he's responding to it, so, um, I mean, racing is a hard sport. Because, yeah. I mean, um, it looked like um, he was doing really good at Daytona before he got wrecked out. Yeah. Um, I mean, really a lot of it is that a lot of what's going on with him is a lot of bad luck. Really. Yeah. Because, one, is that he keeps getting wrecked out. That doesn't help him at all. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Especially. But also, um, obviously, another thing is that without the money, when he does get wrecked and he can't um, come back... They can't, um, they don't have the parts and other things to be able to fix the car so he can go back out, get more seat time, get more points. Um, that hurts them as well. So, I mean, yeah, his point of, hey, we just need some sponsors to say, hey, we don't rotifly mind that you're not getting the best points. Let's invest a little money into you to help you out, maybe get you higher up there. So, his response to the overall issue was really good and I really really enjoyed that I think so really I think he's a good driver because I mean he got a top 10 in the um, truck series when he drove that at Bristol and yeah. really yeah I mean he just looks good racing I think he's a lot better on the short tracks than he is on any of the other tracks um, I mean I haven't seen him I mean obviously uh, the Roval coming back up I'll be cool to see how he does on that but 
really short tracks for him and Ryan Newman really seem for those two drivers seem to be their best um, tracks to race on overall. So I saw a video of Ryan Newman and his mm -hmm. teammate. What was his teammate's name? Uh, his teammate is they had a little bump in Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I think. They had like a little you know rough and bump mm -hmm. issue there at Bristol. And, but you know, Ryan, you know, it seemed like he saw the video clip I saw and he was just, you know, kind of, hey, you know, if you're not going to really listen to your spotter, don't look at your mirrors or something like that. Just the kind of, you know, uh, advice, but in a nice, fun sort of way. Because right. it kind of cost the bent up uh, Ryan's car exactly. slip up. So. Right. So. But it was, you know, yeah. nice to handle. That's why I've always yeah. liked yeah, because uh, Ryan Newman is that guy that is, one, he has a, cool, a kind of a cool personality, quiet but cool personality on and off the track, but also he's that guy that is, he's not going to explode when he gets mad at somebody, but you don't want him to be on, you don't want to be on his bad side, but he's not one of those guys that he's going to talk all the trash off the track, yada, 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 I'm going to beat you up, all that stuff going on. So that's kind of kind of nice. So calm, cool, collected. yeah, for the most part. So enjoy him. Really cool. And uh, I've seen this really cool video. They actually took the Wienermobile onto the uh, oh, really? Phoenix track ISM, and they drove it around for their YouTube channel. So that was that was a pretty cool um, video. So huh. yeah. Here's a fun quick fact. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think. There's some there's an Optima Speed Challenge going on in Daytona. So this mm -hmm. area right now has a bunch going on. There's Ligason cars. Yeah. There's I Wanna Go Fast. I think I forget where that's at, but mm -hmm. it's somewhere then Optima Speed Challenge right. is at um, Daytona mm -hmm. and I think Bear 127, oh. the orange Corvette, right. the Grand Sport, and the uh, the Zero One. Oh, no, it's the 06 and the 01. Right. But no. Which one is it? I don't know which one it is. It seems like it's a grand sport. But anyways, so I saw a, an orange, uh, what looked like a grand sport just now, so hmm. I don't know if he was going to clean some cars or not. Well, that'd be kind of cool if he was. So. I don't know yeah. if that was his car. Definitely a cool car. Similar. Yeah. Cool car, that uh, the orange. So. And an interesting, weird fact. On the Suburban that I found out from Brian is that GM vehicles with the um, what is it flex fuel mm -hmm. uh, injectors and system they get a little bit better of a fuel pump. Wow. I've been thinking about man, that'd be terrible the fuel pump go out, but since this is a flex fuel, they have a little bit stronger of a fuel pump. And it's just you know, a little bit better, so probably be a little more expensive too. But it is a, a better, a little bit more durable fuel pump. So that was kind of a neat thing to learn. Yeah. So that's uh, kind of comforting, isn't it? So, to a degree. Yeah. So hopefully it won't go out anytime soon. <laughs> nice tidbit. Yeah. So very cool. So I think uh, yeah, we've pretty much gone all through all topics and stuff. So. Oh. I don't think there's anything else to talk about really, let's see here. We've got about 40 minutes until, uh... Yeah, so we'll probably give the camera a rest here, guys, and uh, call, it a, call it a day. 
So, uh, anyways, um, I don't think there's anything really new coming up on the channel so far. Um, the new new logo, new logos, and the new um, channel art, though. Check that out. That's kind of cool. Got the new Firebird and stuff in there. So, it's good. The Adobe Photo Master Premiere. That's a pretty cool program. Be able to use that and then uh, take it and spice it all together. And make it look really cool. So. Yeah, it does. And another old car. Wow. And what did we buy today? It is a Citroen. What did we buy today? It's a... I'm not sure what that is. Look at that. It is a Citroen. Weird. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy it. Isn't that the weirdest looking thing? Yeah. Just Oh yeah, so we do have a new thing coming to the channel. We have another GoPro Hero 7 Black coming to the channel. But it's not black. It's not black. I forget what the exact color name Dust it was. Dusk White? Dusk, like Dusk White, Special yeah. edition. Special Ooh. edition! Yay! So, yeah. Really cool cameras. Um, so, uh, one thing is that you just, uh, that I noticed is that you can't rush them. Just uh, when they turn on, don't be rushing the camera. Just let it kind of warm up a little bit after you turn it on and uh, it will work fine. That's the only uh, little issue that I have noticed with the cameras so far. They've been really good. It's just uh, as soon as you turn it on, don't be messing with something. Just let it turn on, hang on for yeah, a second, and then and then start recording or whatever you need to do on it. So, uh, but uh, yeah, really good cameras. Audio quality is some of the best that we've ever had. So, for the, yeah. what the camera is. If what the camera is, it's, it's really cool. So. Yeah. So, anyways, guys, thanks for coming along for this on the road roadcast as we're going to clear some cars here. We're going to have a video about that coming up. I'm not sure if that'll be before or after this goes up, but it'll be one of those. Um, but uh, hey, as I said, if you have any questions, any thoughts on hey, maybe they, maybe the commercial guys could talk about this subject in the car world. Hey, just send that to us. Direct messages in Instagram or. Um, leave a comment down below in YouTube or hey, just uh, you can email us at thecombustionguys at gmail.com. So, anyways, thanks for coming along. Thanks for watching slash listening. And Todd's got something. And if you want to ask if I would like an alligator as a pet, you're welcome to ask that. You're welcome to ask that. Yeah. What's the answer? That's it. They have to ask. They have to, yeah. So, if you want to know the answer to that, you have to ask it, and we might uh, let you know what that is. So anyways, thanks for watching, listening on the uh, Anchor or any of our other podcast platforms, and we will see you or speak to you next time on The Combustion Guys. Bye-bye.